There's one thing I want you to do for me. What? Come here. What? Win. What are we waiting for? Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome into the 610 Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Holly, and I just got done recording the Eagles uh, postgame episode about their loss against the Jets. So trying to, you know, stay a little more calm for this. Um, This one here is the Phillies are set to take on the Arizona Diamondbacks tomorrow night in game one. So this is going to be a very interesting series. You've got two teams here that both coming in from the um, wild card round. Uh, the Diamondbacks have been playing very hot. The Phillies have been hot. This is going to be interesting, to say the least. I think this is going to be one of those series where for the first time, you might see the Phillies not have a lead in one of these, um, in some of these, you know, games. Like, not specifically in the, um, like, you know, a, a 5-4 win uh, that, the, that the Braves had, but like a legitimate, you know, the Diamondbacks winning the game and, you know, the Phillies are going to have to fight back. This might also be a time where the Phillies might not have a lead period in the series, you know, at one point or another. So we're going to have to see the Phillies really be tested. Um, I guess they didn't, you know, have the lead against the Braves when it was tied 1-1, but it might be a time where you'll see the Phillies um, be trailing, let me put it that way, in in a series. So definitely uh, a little nerve-wracking um to say the least about the series coming up because while you know the the Braves series was kind of one where the Phillies were able to you know um you know just basically uh own them and have all the momentum um besides really just a few points in that series the uh as i'm watching the rangers astros game nice catch there by the rangers left fielder on a fly ball that altuve hit um the phillies you know i think coming into the wit i don't think they're necessarily overly confident but i think they're pretty darn confident that they can you know really hang with any team and i think that's a scary sometimes can be a scary, you know, way to be about it. I mean, I think that's, you know, the way you, you had the uh, the Braves viewing the Phillies, but this is a good young Diamondbacks team. I mean, this is a very, very exciting team if you're a Diamondbacks fan. This is a team that's got a lot in their future. Um, I know that throughout, you know, the, uh, the wild card run there, you know, when it was the, the – chase between the Phillies and you know certain um certain teams for the top spot a lot of uh the sports talk um heads weren't too concerned with the Diamondbacks I was because the Diamondbacks have proved this season that they can be 
a scary team further on. I mean, I always felt like the Diamondbacks had good individual players. They just needed to put it all together. This year, they've put it all together. You know, getting Miguel Castro was big in their bullpen. Zach Gallons looked really good. Merle Kelly's looked good. Uh, Christian Walker's a beast. Um, Paul Sewald, their closer's good, and we got to see him uh, a few times this season. Evan Longoria is, you know, still Evan Longoria. Um, Ketel Marte, solid. Geraldo Perdomo is good. Lord Escorial Jr. is good. Corbin Carroll's good. Tommy Fenton, like top to bottom, this is a good team. But um, you know, when you when you pair them up against the Braves, they're not as explosive as the Braves. So I think that's why people are confident, but that's why you play the game. You know, this Phillies team, you know, it's good to be confident, but you can't be, you know, too overly confident. And that's where uh that's where teams will bite you. You know, you just saw that with the Braves. They were way overconfident heading heading in to that series. So Definitely an opportunity here for the Phils, um, you know, to uh, tomorrow night to come out strong. Hopefully you see Zach Wheeler uh, pitch a game like he had, you know, against the Braves, not entirely where he, you know, ends up um, giving up the lead or not giving up the lead, but, you know, giving the team momentum. He's 1-1 one and one with a 2-0-80 ERA. Uh, Zach Allen in the postseason's 2-0 and with a 3 one eight ERA. He's given up ten hits. Wheeler's only given up eight. Wheeler has wow. I didn't realize he had this many strikeouts. Eighteen. Gallon only has eight. Five walks for Gallon. One walk for Wheeler. So that's a big thing there for the Phillies. They need to be taking patient at bats, like I think they've had so far. Working walks, not necessarily looking to you know, hit the long ball, just have the same approach they've been having this far. I mean, you saw that with the Braves. That's what killed the Braves. They had terrible approaches. So they need to do that as an offense, and Zach Wheeler just needs to go out, just be Zach Wheeler, just do what he's done, um, and get this thing rocking, you know, tomorrow night. But, you know, like I said, this is still a dangerous Diamondbacks team as an offense. Corbin Carroll is a beast. Christian Walker 33 homers in the regular season, 103 RBIs. Carroll hit uh, 285, slugged at a 506 uh, percentage. I mean, he's you know he's really good. Uh, you know the Phillies, they've got hitters. Need to see Kyle Schwarber, by the way, get going. We haven't seen Kyle Schwarber be Kyle Schwarber so far in this postseason. Bryce Harper, we've seen him. You know, we we know what Harper can do. Nick Castellanos, we know what he can do. He did a great job uh, against the Braves, obviously. Trey Turner needs to continue to hit that, uh, you know, swing that hot bat. I'd be interested, and I'm going to get to Alec Bohm here. Will Alec Bohm be dropped? Will they move Castellanos up? Or will Topper say, you know what? We like how Castellanos is hitting in that seventh hole. We're going to leave him there, and we have faith that Bohm's going to be able to hit out of it. Or will he say, we're going to make a small move, we're going to flip him and JT, kind of break up, you know, um, be, because I think JT and Nick, they've been moving at kind of the same rate. And um, scary moment in the Bills game right now. Good to see the player giving a thumbs up sign. But, you know, that's what you want to see out of the, uh, the Phillies um, bats. Be patient. But, yeah, maybe move JT to the cleanup spot, move Boehm down. 
I don't know if I necessarily like that idea. I'm just saying that might be something Topper does. Uh, bullpen, good thing we've had some rest now because, you know, those arms I'm sure are a little stressed mentally and uh, a little physically after a tough series against the Braves, you know, where they were called upon a lot. So hopefully you see um, see them, you know, come out and uh, do what they've done, you know. But um, I think the Phillies may hold a slight advantage over the Diamondbacks in terms of their bullpen as a whole. But I don't know how big it is because we know what this Phillies bullpen uh, how bad they can be, but we know how good they can be. But I think if, you know, you really break it down into the numbers-wise, I believe the Phillies have been better out of the pen this year. Um, but, yeah, you know, this was a it was an entertaining series early on in the year when the Phillies took three out of four from the Diamondbacks in Arizona. That's when you really felt like the momentum was changing in the Phillies' favor for this season. They got back to, I think, 500. They may have, for the first time in like a month, been above 500 on a season or at least like three weeks, been above 500 in the season in that series. So I think that's a big reason why, you know, people are confident. I mean, the Diamondbacks had a rough part to their season at one point. They really kind of dipped after they got off to a hot start. But then they worked their way back into the postseason, and they've been like, you know, you're kind of like, whoa. A lot of those Dodgers games, I mean, whew, I was, you know, really considering how uh, difficult that series would be against the Diamondbacks, and I'm still very much aware of it. My one thing, though, about the Diamondbacks is I don't think they've really been tested this postseason. And I think the Phillies have been tested a little bit more than the Diamondbacks, so I think you have a slight advantage there. That's why I think it's so important for Wheeler to go out and do what he can do and for this offense to take have patient at-bats against Arizona. Um, so game time tomorrow night's 8.07 on TBS yet again. Um, 60 degrees, should be clear skies. Uh, definitely going to be a sellout. You know, there should be... An exciting uh, atmosphere. Hopefully they can deliver. Um, and yeah, I mean, you just have to, you know, hope that they continue to do what they have done. I'm a little uneasy going into this one because Arizona is just so darn young. They, I mean, they're a team that I think is is um, is going to test you. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, what their young bats will do. I mean, I, you know, I shouldn't say I'm looking forward to it because, you know, they'll do things against us. But I mean, it's, it's a different team in, in the NLCS. I think the Diamondbacks last time making it this far was probably 2001 when they went to the World Series, if I'm not mistaken. So, you know, very, very interesting um, to see this new face. I mean, it was, you know, I think you could say the same thing about the Padres last year, although it was maybe a little bit more expected given their payroll. But definitely, you know, interesting um, to see them, you know, them being the Diamondbacks, make it this far. Like I said, and, and there really hasn't been that much of a rivalry between this team and the Phillies, so that should be interesting to see what happens. But uh, there's, 
you know, we uh, and I still haven't forgotten what that city of Phoenix did to my uh, Eagles back in 2008. Um, so you know, this is a this is a team that the last time that so the last time they made the NLCS was back in 2007, where they got swept by the Rockies. Um, I actually didn't even know they made the postseason. Bob Melvin was their manager. Wow. I didn't, I honestly forgot Bob Melvin or didn't even know he, uh, pitched or excuse me, managed the Diamondbacks as I see, uh, yeah, Kirk Gibson. I almost thought that's it. Kyle Gibson. Uh, anyways, um, one thing about this Diamondbacks team, Tori Lavolo, who's been their longtime manager, uh, not crazy longtime manager, but has been, with them for quite a while since 2017. Interesting, uh, you know, story earlier in the year. I'm sure you'll see this was the incident between him and the Phillies, and you know he was ejected after. I think it was Matt Strom came in and and hit someone, and you know it's a big thing. Uh, dugouts cleared. It was a really minor issue, but um, it was uh, it was nuts. Uh, I'm sure that'll be posted around but gonna be gonna be curious to see you know and and him as a manager I mean you know wow he uh he was part of the Red Sox when they won it all in 2013 he was a longtime player uh so gonna be interesting to see how he manages um this series I'm actually I'm surprised you know Lavolo the Diamondbacks have stuck with him this long because they stuck with him all throughout their rebuilding phase and they really had a lot of faith in him um, he's a talented pitcher, or excuse me, a talented manager, um, and they've got, I, I was going to get to the talented pitcher they have there in Zach Gallen, a uh, local, local kid from uh, New Jersey, I'm sure he followed the Phillies a lot, um, so yeah, going to be, going to be an interesting game one, very interesting game one, the Phillies need to take that same approach they've had, you know, I know this team has World Series aspirations, but like I keep saying, You've got to take it one game at a time, one inning at a time, one pitch at a time, you know, one at-bat at a time. So that's what I'm going to leave everyone with. Thanks, everyone, for tuning into the 610 Podcast. I'm Jay Hollihan. I'll be back on tomorrow night, hopefully, fingers crossed, discussing a Phillies win in Game 1. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. And as always, I'll talk to you next time.